0: Warning: This podcast may contain naughty language, including the c-word. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Oh, you've put a bit on. Yeah, no. You've put a bit on. I thought you were losing a bit.
0: Well, I like cake. <laughs> Stop picking really fucking, fucking cake. cake! I really like cake. <laughs> no, I've uh, I have actually got to the point now where when I'm at work, if I bend over, my chef jacket pops open. So, um, <laughs> okay, no. so I've got to uh, <laughs> I've got to get back on the treadmill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pour a bit of cake on a piece of string in front of you. <laughs>
0: Honestly, can't help myself. Just like I've found a real comfort in food again. <laughs> um, I really enjoy eating. It. It's dead nice. So uh, drink more water, mate. I know, I know. I've got. I just need to get my head back in gear.
1: Oh yeah, um, I've, I've had this very same. I've uh, got to start off. Start with yeah. <laughs> We were just discussing how fat we were.
0: Yeah. You're more than welcome <laughs> to open the show with your poor bit of if you want. <laughs> anyway. Hey everybody, you're tuned to Shingles' List, well we talk movies, music, trending news, and anything else that pops into our brains. I am Dave Shingler, and he is the... Uh, he's, oh. I mean, I've got nothing funny it's this
1: week. A, no, you haven't, have you? I've got no lyrics this I've got week got Nothing neither.
0: funny this week, but he, he's he's pretty fucking awesome. It's I, fun, I, really.
1: I, I'm awesome <laughs> every now and again. Sorry, hey, hey. everybody, Shinglers List. Welcome back. We've had a little bit of a hiatus because people are ill, but we're all back to full strength. Yeah,
0: now. yeah. I had to, uh, I had to cancel last week because I had a... Uh, because
1: it looks like you were eating cake. I've had a lot, <laughs> I've had a lot of cake. <laughs>
0: We've been catching up with that C on Apple TV and I nailed a bag <laughs> I've nailed a bag of midget gems like while I was watching that. <laughs> you um,
1: mean, you've done all the midget gems. It's just add more. Mini gems. Mini gems, yeah. Mini gems, remember. Like,
0: the bag's by the side of you, and you just put your hand in, you have yeah. a couple like next thing you know, you put your hand in, there's nothing left in the bag. I did it with street waffles the other day as well.
1: I did this yesterday just, uh, during the football with flapjacks. Oh man. Nailed twenty eight little squares.
0: Flapjacks swears. are fucking awesome as well. I love flapjack.
1: Yeah, half a bottle of Coke. Taste. Full sugar full sugar
0: this is my thing as well now you know i always drink like the coke zeros or the pepsi max yeah i'm back on the full sugars as back well Full sugars. Fucking, i've been so tired right and i don't know whether I'm, <laughs> i don't know whether right <laughs> <laughs> so just go with me on this i don't know whether i'm tired because you just that <laughs> because like i'm eating and i'm sleepy uh, or if i'm having like sugar crashes Because I've been I've been eating a lot of sugar and I've been drinking full sugar pop. I think
1: it's kind of. So I think I might be having
0: sugar crashes.
1: I I think you're right. But then I'm
0: having a bottle of pop to just pick myself up again. Like (laughs) um, you've got you've got to. Choose your battles, aren't you, you know, what I mean, do I yeah. want no teeth and be fat, or do I want tumours from drinking loads of monster? I mean, it's, I, I, yeah, it's one yeah, of them.
1: Anyway. I'm, I'm hitting, I've got to get him. Um, uh, welcome, ladies, welcome to Shingle's list. We're just talking body weight and fat shaming, as I'm doing I'm fat shaming the hell out of Dave at the minute. Yeah, sorry, I need bro. it.
0: I need it. It's <laughs> like I, feel, I need somebody to tell me, get a grip. i
1: will go start shouting no chubby at you when you're walking work, you know, <laughs> stuff like that stuff.
0: This used to be my thing, right? So, for people that don't know me you won't know this story but i was a big boy back in the day um I, we were all big back in you, the day you 90s were, was a fat time you were you were bigger than you are now but you were never big big were you yeah you were i was 18 stone bro a, did you get did you get to that big
1: 18 stone six was pound a, my biggest was
0: if people have been listening to the podcast since like day one that was it was the like, days of fat cleon you'll know ep- around about episode four where Cleon came on board and then after 12 months became like I a regular rid of me. regular presenter but <laughs> for, for a period of time between maybe like 2005 and 2015 mm-hmm. we didn't really see each other did but
1: we? we didn't see each other
0: um, you know we stayed we stayed in touch with social media and stuff like that but we didn't see each other mm-hmm. so like we didn't see the growth
1: <laughs> yeah <no. laughs> um,
0: but I know but I got really big I mean I was pushing I was up to about 19 stone yeah um, and the the problem is Is my family, we've always been with them, with them people that carry it well, in quotes. Oh, you would never have thought it. You carry it really well. Um, We've always been big, big
1: lads. Got like thin faces.
0: Yeah, thin faces, but like big lads, broad shoulders. So Mm. we we do kind of like carry it well. Um, So I never saw it as an issue. And in 2014, I was turning 30 and I wanted to do a skydive. Yeah. And to do a skydive with this company I was gonna go with, you had to be a maximum of fifteen stone. Have you done said skydive yet? No, I never never got around. That to should it. be
1: like, all right. I'll do one. I've always wanted to do a skydive. Yeah,
0: dive. I'd love to do one like um but, <laughs>
1: <Maybe> fifteen stone.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you, you, you have to you had to be fifteen stone with all the gear on. So I'm like, Oh well I, I bet so you have to be fourteen. Yeah, that, I'm like, it? I best lose some weight. <laughs> um and over time It just turned into, like, oh, my God, I'm feeling healthier Uh, for obvious fucking reasons. Um, And I didn't end up doing the skydive. The money that I was going to spend on doing a skydive, I went on holiday instead. Um, I took the family away. But, you know, I dropped from, like, 19 stone down to, I think I got to 13 stone 10 um, in in that first, like, six months of the year um and then since then it's fluctuated up and down up and
1: down up and that down. was the point where you went too far
0: i did i, I got really really obsessed with counting and
1: i started telling yeah, you yeah. Eat cake and things like that i, I was thin shaming you i know? got
0: super super like obsessed with happy. counting calories and, <laughs> and exercise and you know um i was i wasn't running or exercise or exercising at the gym or anything like that but i was cycling yeah. And I would I would cycle everywhere and uh, but I got really really obsessed with numbers counting the calories weighing things you know what yeah. can I eat what can I have and um, and it, it did get to the point where I, I started to feel guilty about eating. And I don't mean about having a bar of chocolate or a slice of cake. I've been there. Nah. I just started feeling guilty every time I ate. and I'm I'm very very lucky that I I got to that point, but realized I'd got to that point. And one, I remember it was a Saturday. And one Saturday, I was just like, You fucking idiot. You need to stop this now. And I found my missus because she was fit. She, she was in town or she'd work something, I can't remember. And she's like, Do you want me to pick anything up on the way home? And I went, Yeah, McDonald's. I want a big tasty with bacon. Yeah. I want, yeah, yeah. I want a fucking chicken burger. But it does get you the losing
1: weight, does yeah.
0: And and I'm like, I just want to give me some food because this is ridiculous. And since then, it's fluctuated. You know, I've gone up, I've gone down, I've gone up, I've gone down. 2019, I got a bit obsessive again, yeah. Um, and I cut way too much fat, like really quick, yeah. You did, and I dropped from you know 16 down to 13 stone in the space of about six
1: weeks. That was quick, that was like,
0: um, and then over the last three years. I've gone up and down again.
1: Then Covid happened. Yeah, um and we've so been chubby ever since, really.
0: The but <laughs> the way the way I've always kind of like judged me weight is the clothes that I wear. So when the jeans start getting a little bit too tight, when the tops get a little bit too snug, i go right I need just shed a few pounds like So nothing, it's never anything drastic. I need, you know, just take half a stone off or take a stone off or something like that, three quarters of a stone, just so the clothes are comfortable again. That's how I judge it. And I'm that comfortable with eating again and with my size... That it got to the point where I'm, I'm down to like a handful of t shirts that are, that are quite big. Yeah. They're like a really loose fit. Yeah. Um, and they're getting a little bit snug.
1: But George Harrison's turned into Jack Black.
0: Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a, <laughs> he's a big one here on his top. Um, but recently, like, I've bought a couple of like flannel shirts um, and I bought a couple of polo shirts and I've actually bought the next size up.
1: If you I've, I've if gone out you and... find yourself in Matalan, <laughs> looking at elasticated, jeans, elasticated jeans, just phone me up and just go, hi mate, I'm in Matalan and I'll come fetch you. And I'll just, all I'll do is I'll get a little rope around your waist <laughs> and I'll just drive around the city for a little bit come of time, on. get you, get you out of that. And go, Have you forgot? Are you, are you stop doing this to yourself Dave. Like, stop looking at McDonald's as we drive past, Dave. <laughs> do you know
0: what they like? I'd, I'd get to that point of like the tops being a bit tight, and then I lose some weight. And I've never got to the point of buying new clothes. But this year, I, like, I've bought two shirts and two polo shirts, the next size up. Don't
1: accept it, Dave. And I'm
0: just like, well, in my head, I've told myself, I've, I've got these just for the time being. And I'm holding on to that. But it's not going very well. So, yeah, I um, yes, I do need to um, like watch what I'm eating again. I do need to get back into the gym. Um, and the plan is, but the, the plan always is, tomorrow. It's always I, tomorrow. I keep doing this with yeah. smoking. We'll just do, tomorrow. We'll do I, tomorrow. I keep
1: doing up. it. Honestly, I, I'm well, like stuck in a cul-de-sac. Do you know what? like the, But at least I'm trying. Yeah, the the other thing is...
0: <laughs> you know, listen me, at least I've got that plan, set. At least I've got a plan. <laughs> the, the other thing is, though, is like... The, 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 the state of times that we're living in... Like I fully understand why people are turning to like food and and luxuries just to like make themselves feel better, because
1: it's you. you know
0: everybody's getting stressed out with you know money and work and and, and whatever else you're going through. Driving um, too slow. Driving too slow. That was bloody. That was bloody my lady today. That was, but nothing to do with it. The car just fucking wouldn't change gear. Would just wouldn't go. Yeah. It's like, Come on, little car. Come on, little
1: car. <laughs> well. Uh, uh, I, I, anyway. I'm sure you'll be glad to know I've got yeah, a well, new annoyance.
0: Oh, have you?
1: I have. I've got. It's new... my weight. No, no, <laughs> it's not your. It's... You, you fat horrible. It's flat. <laughs> you and that stretchy t-shirt. Right? No, I'm only joking. I'm only, I'm, I'm only messing as well. All the fat-shaming stuff because Dave's getting a little bit of a complex now, and he's like, keeps moving his t-shirt a little bit out, stretching it a little bit more. I'm only kidding, my friend. It's
0: Just tight. It. I've got to keep pulling it. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm only
1: kidding. I know, but that is an XXXXXXL. Uh, I'm sorry, mate. I just keep it. No, fat it's jokes. I'm sorry, boss. I'll get out of this habit now. Sorry. I've got a new thing that annoys me, and it's cool. <laughs> and it's mood hoovers. Mood hoovers? Yeah. Now, these are the people in I life. thought this was, I thought it was like something on Amazon. No, no, like, no, 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 no. A hoover no, no, no,
0: no. that detects your mood. So,
1: these are the, so I'm a Newcastle fan. You are. Let me give you an example of a mood hoover. Okay. Okay. So over the last fifteen years Newcastle have had zero success and hardly any input or infrastructure upgrades or anything along those lines. So football fans all around the world have been going, Oh, wouldn't it be nice if someone could just put a bit of money in yeah. and get Newcastle to back to where where they should be not where they should be or where where they deserve to be as per their football team per capita in city centre? There we go, that's a that's a that's a more of a constructive uh, way of saying uh, where uh, you should be. Yeah. Um, but wouldn't it be great if somebody did that investment? Now, a mood hoover is this person. When that happens, and you'll recognise this type of person, mm-hmm. when that happens, they go, uh, they shouldn't be invested in by the Saudis.
0: Mm.
1: That's a mood hoover. Yeah, Can't be pleased either way. Always give you the other side of the coin and the negative side of it at all times. Instead of just embracing things and going, yeah, well done. Yeah. Like, oh, Dave, isn't it a shame he hasn't wrote any music for years? Oh, he's writing music again with Trev. Mm. That's a, do you get yeah. what I mean? That's a, And I bet you there's people who look at your, uh, your... You need to put a bit more before you stop just releasing words, by the way, on Facebook so we can help and spread the word a bit more <laughs> further, by the way, but we'll get into that in a minute. Um, that's a mood hoover. And I bet you there's people looking at your Facebook now going... Ugh. He's I mean, released really music again. Mm. It do you, do
0: does you know, that make sense? Yeah, to you? 100%. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, and it happens, it happens all the time in everything, don't it, as well? Like, you know, when somebody gets a little bit of success, or, it's a scourge of modern yeah, day society. Somebody gets a little bit of success, somebody gets a little bit popular, you know, somebody does something and gets a bit of attention. There's always somebody standing there going, eh, mm. eh, Well, he only did it because, oh, they've only got it because. Yeah, it's yeah. it's super super fucking annoying. Um it, it annoys me with like music and bands and stuff. Here's one for you right. this is and this is on a larger scale. So Stranger Things. Yeah. Um the last series of Stranger Things where Eddie Munson's on top of a of an RV playing Master of Puppets on the guitar. Yeah. Um and the amount gatekeepers, that that's their mood hoovers, you know what I mean? Yeah. The amount of gatekeepers that came out over that and there was one guy this went virally tweeted um that he was he was apologizing to metallica for all of these fake fans that only like stranger things um and metallica replied with we we don't care how you get into metallica you know we're just happy that you've got oh, yeah, into, it into Medi- if you like one song there's a chance that you're going to like
1: other ones and there's loads of music for you to listen to. Welcome you know to these I mean? five million, yeah. to these so many hundreds of million kids that have never heard our music before um, in the planet. Let's have a bit of joy over it. Kate,
0: Kate Bush being the other one, you know, running up that hill, which is it's a phenomenal song off a phenomenal album. And there'll be people that have never heard of Kate Bush that probably won't even like the rest of Kate Bush's yep. catalogue. But you know that that album. Hound you did love. do a bit
1: of mu- music snobbery around Kate Bush. I didn't call. That. I
0: fucking love Kate Bush. I
1: know you had. I've always loved it. I, I love was Kate like, Bush. you should and have done
0: you know old what? enough. I, I, I love I love <laughs> Kate Bush, and um and I was so fucking happy that other people now yeah. know who Kate Bush is and we're enjoying the music. Whether you just love them popular tracks because Hounds of Love is a very commercial sounding album mm. compared to the others. Me um, or Cassie, I've come home. I yeah, yeah. What um, is it? Uh, yeah, that's from. The, I mean, that's from the first record. Um, uh, Kick inside.
1: I've only got those two references for Kate Bush. To be brutal, do you
0: know what? She's done some phenomenal, phenomenal oh, work, yeah. and her albums no. are amazing. And I, I for one, you know, if somebody watches a TV show and and hears a song and goes. That's really good. Who's this? And then goes looking for it. Do
1: you know something? If you research into Kate Bush, how she puts together her albums of songs and how she orchestrates them, she's pretty much the. She's pretty much what every female should look to be if you want to be a singer songwriter. She's amazing. Yeah, because she's done every. She pretty much did it all herself. Do
0: you know what? She's so like sweet and humble as well like you listen mm-hmm. to interviews with her and she doesn't do interviews that often but when you do she's really humble about it all and she's dead sweet and uh you know it's it's fascinating some of the work that she's done over the years um and i mean there's a cd just down there by your knee and that's from the the concerts that she did about 10 years ago mm-hmm. um and i and for me that that's one of them things for me where i wasn't a big kate bush fan 10 years ago but I knew it was something special that she was doing these gigs. Mm. Uh, And I didn't try and get tickets because I wasn't a huge fan. And uh, it was quite funny um, because around the time of, like, the Stranger Things and the Kate Bush phenomenon thing, like, I had a Facebook memory pop up. And um, and it was like, it was when, I think it might have been when Facebook, everything was in the third person. So it's like, you know, David Chingler is... And then you'd write, you'd finish the sentence. And it was like listening to, uh, in the house, listening to Kate Bush staring at the ceiling, is this what 30 is? And, you know, I turned 30 and now I'm listening to Kate Bush. Um, so I missed out on them concerts. But, you know, I didn't really discover and get into Kate Bush till I was in my 30s, mm. you know. Um, I didn't get into, Iron Maiden, one of my favourite bands, uh, you know, be,
1: between Iron Maiden and the Beatles, the the, the, the swap and change, like, uh, you know... Do, do you know, when I, I was know. into Iron Maiden... Go on. My mate was talking about this, and it was something mm. that's just completely out of my memory, 13, uh, 12, 13, and 14. Because mm. my best friend, Torben, at the time, was a massive, massive Maiden fan. Yeah. And he was saying, he goes, can you remember when we used to watch Eddie and all that time? And I you know, just went, <gasps> I forgot all about that. Mm. That's why I know the words to... Yeah. Oh. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, okay.
0: It's like it's like it's like my lady. You know, her brother used to listen to Maiden back in the eighties. I, 80s, I like don't before have I was born. Um But I I didn't get into Iron Maiden until like the year two thousand. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I still refer to them albums from the year two thousand as the new Iron Maiden albums. They're twenty two years old. And, and just from, <laughs> and,
1: yeah, and just from people who were listening again, who clearly time trying to claim Iron Maiden. Before you start sending me messages, don't I don't care, and I didn't listen to Iron Maiden mm. before or since that date, really. Yeah, but the that, one thing I do love about Iron Maiden is the show they put on.
0: Yeah, I've got. I'm going to go see them next year. I
1: think they do a fantastic show.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go see them next year. I haven't seen them for a few years, and um, I thought you know well if i 'm going to go one gig that 's the one i 'll do because uh, they always put on an excellent show um the first time I saw them was two thousand and three uh, i went oh three oh five oh seven um, I went for the final frontier tour mm. um and I went for the Book of Souls tour as well.
1: Um, There's some really good people touring live at the moment who are great.
0: Do you know what man? There's been like events popping up. (laughs) There's an event that went on sale yesterday that we'll get into later on in a minute. But um, there's uh, there's been events popping up left, right, and centre that I'm getting emails for, and I'm just like, oh, I want to go see that. Mm. Oh, I want to go see that. Uh, Peter Gabriel's touring next year in the UK. Say something else. Um, And it was like. I was looking at tickets yesterday today and the cheap seats are like 95 quid. Um, and I'm like, it'll be worth it because the show will be amazing. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I just can't afford to drop that money down at the moment. But I'm guessing with Peter Gabriel, there will still be cheap seats left the closer you get to the to the gig yeah. they're not going to sell out Um Shania Twain's touring next year oh, you know, My Lady Man I love, feel like a woman My Lady loves Shania Twain I, I think she's done some brilliant songs Yeah and, she's still the one and I would love to um I would love to go and, and see her live but once again you're looking at like a pound a ticket and that's cheap seats Um you know I, I've The the Midnight are back in the UK next year as well. It's another one I won't go see. There's things on at the theatre that I won't go see, and it's just like, ah!
1: Kendrick Lamar's on tour at the moment, and he's fantastic. He has really good life, Mm. like really, really good life. Um, Who else is touring at the moment? Bob's touring at the moment, or Robbie Williams. Yeah. I think he's, as far as a showman goes, when he's in Robbie mood, not in bringing every woman on stage and hugging and singing to Yeah. When he's in Robbie mode or entertainment mode, he's level best as well. Um, Ed Sheeran's touring, he's crap, don't go watch him. <laughs> well, you know. uh, When I'm cleaning windows, Mamet Ma- Shell, <laughs> <laughs> gonna put this back on a loop, guys. <laughs> <link, link,
0: link, laughs> um, Mamet Shell went to the um, Vale Park gig with Robbie, yeah. same as you, like. Uh She's been to like every Robbie tour, you know what I mean? She's a yeah, massive yeah. Take That fan, massive Robbie fan. And so she went to Vale Park this year, and she said to me, "I'm not going to go to Manchester to see him because I've already been to Vale Park this year, so I'm, I'm not going to go this yeah. one." And like that weekend where he played Manchester, <laughs> I was reading like people's comments and reviews, people who went and and reading what they were saying about it, and I went work like the following week. And I was like, "Hey, have you seen the uh, the reviews from Robbie in Manchester?" She's like, "Don't." She goes, "I really wish I'd have gone yeah. now because apparently it's like one of the best gigs he's ever done. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it was meant to be amazing." Um, but I've never seen Robbie live. Uh, you know what I mean? I, I should have gone. Fetter you should have really. gone. veil. You know um, you should have been there with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I, well, uh, I really, would have
1: but... been on your shoulders if you were there, though. Robbie um, lifting me yeah. top up. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: Look well, at my belly. I mean, you certainly couldn't carry me. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I haven't got the knees for that.
0: Um, but yeah, like I say, loads and loads and loads of shows. Um, I said Peter Gay Gabriel, into so speaking of Peters... Yeah, go there's, on. there's another Peter that announced a comeback tour, <sighs> didn't he? This week, have,
1: I, everyone's gone nuts over that. I know, they? I know. Have you tried get tickets? Have I? Fuck, I'm um, not bothered at all. So
0: one thing that really made me laugh, and it, it somewhat reminded me of like them, them Michael Jackson concerts that never were. It was meant to be ten dates, and it yeah. ended up being fifty. And it was like I just kept on seeing um, the Manchester Arena, like put it on on social media, like every couple of hours. It was like. Extra dates added for Peter Kay.
1: Extra <laughs> and, dates added.
0: So it was, was it just a run in? I can't remember when the dates initially were. Was it 20? Just went for a month run? Yeah. And, and now it's like it's the, the dates have gone into 2025, literally. Yeah, yeah. So they added everything sold out and then they went into 2024 and that sold out. Then they went into February, extra date added, February 2025. That sold out, then they added uh, April, then they added May, then June, then July. I don't rate him. in
1: 2025, even. It's like, am I the only guy what? who does not rate Peter K? Do you know what, right? As a comedian, I think his shows, Pax and Paddy, Phoenix Nights, Carpool, yeah. ca- Carpool, Car, whatever it was, car, yeah. Yeah, What his shows, I think, are absolutely, really, I think, really they, good in the I car. think they're amazing, mm. I really do. But I don't rate him as a stand-up comedian. He's very you know what, obvious right? in his com- in his comedy.
0: I really liked the two the two DVDs that I that I had when they came out. The, the top of the tower, the Blackpool one, and the, um, Big Light. the Manchester Albert Halls. Oh, God. Um, and <laughs> I had them two DVDs, and I thought they were really funny. I really did. I proper enjoyed them, yeah. barely laughed. Right, however, this week. Um because he he's been trending, because it's been the thing. There's been loads of like clips from um his last tour like twelve years ago, um posted online, just like popping up in sponsored adverts and stuff on uh, uh, on Facebook and, and, and Instagram. And and I'm listening to them and I and I'm just like this is really dated.
1: It's dead ho- dated. I hope isn't it? He,
0: I hope he's updated his set. If he's updated his set and it's more contemporary then it should be funny. Cause he, he can do he delivers really well, you know what I mean? Yeah, he does yeah. Um but if it's the same old thing, because that from 2010, that was it was the same old stuff that he was doing, you know, yeah. in in the two thousands. And and I just think if he hasn't updated I suppose, you know, people like that style, don't they? You know
1: what I mean? Bridget? Yeah but he was still talking about his bungalow in his car on yeah. on the adverse. I was like, mate, you've got to
0: Yeah.
1: I yeah you... <laughs> I, if people like that thing. They like And the thing. entitlement about not being able to get a ticket from women as well. I'm sorry, girls. Wow. Do you know what? Calm the f down.
0: Um, my my mate Emily. I think she put online that she was in the queue for six hours. Six
1: hours just in an online queue. How is this acceptable and that I've been online like, in a queue for six hours? That was wow. some of the tweets. I was like, what, what? Hang on a minute. There's there's not just you in this world that wants tickets. Yeah. Um, it's ticket master.
0: Yeah, it, she ended up getting them for twenty twenty five. That's when she, that's when she she bought the tickets, and it's like it's just too far ahead for
1: me. I can't plan it for twenty twenty five.
0: I, I went see Mickey Flanagan in Manchester, the, the Manchester Arena. I can get and, on with um, that comedian.
1: I like him, and I bought the tickets and like
0: july of whatever year it was mm. and the gig was in september and the closer we got to the date i'm like trying to sort stuff out and then i realized that the, the, i've got the day in my head as something else and the, the day isn't matching up with the date and i'm like what i did something wrong here and then realise that it was for the following year so the tickets went on sale like over 12 months in advance and and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? If I'd have known that, I wouldn't have bothered. Yeah, I went.
1: I went watch Chris Rock when he did his in London when he did his tour over here, um, not his most recent one, the one before that. It was on mm. the same night as Man United Barcelona in the Champions League at Wembley. That's how I know because I was going. Oh, I could have done two two gigs. No, yeah. I couldn't because uh, I was trying to figure out how to get a ticket out. To give me a Champions yeah. League final, do that, and then also do the gig, but they will kind of on the same times. Um, I've seen Billy Connolly um, a good, good, long time ago, but I think there's, I think there's an ocean of comedians that are better than Peter Kay right now. Yeah, and I don't know where the hype's come from. I think it's just because, because he it's, hasn't it's been, been on tour so for that wrong.
0: long. And I think like with the last tour that he was going to do, and then it all got cancelled, and there was there was no real reason given. It was just rumour, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, rumour and speculation and uh, I think it's just like Oh, his noses fell off. Everybody's like built up that kind of anticipation. Um, and I you know what? I'm, if everybody's happy and that they've got tickets and they're gonna enjoy themselves, I'm really fucking happy for them, you know what I mean? Yeah, Go and have a good night. Out. Um but for me, yeah, it just it just wasn't worth getting in them queues at all. Um I don't know what. Do you know what? I know it's an online queue, and you just leave your laptop running or your phone running or whatever, um, and you can go about your day. But I think being in an online queue can be just as exhausting as standing in a real fucking queue because you're constantly like looking and and yeah. checking it. And do I leave the laptop now? And do I do something else? Will I miss my opportunity? I was in a queue for the maiden tickets. I was in a queue for five minutes, hmm. and that pissed me off.
1: I was like, <laughs>
0: "What's going on here?" maiden
1: i clicked in on the robbie williams tickets when i went there i clicked in there and it took a bit for the cleat, the screen yeah. to change over and i was annoyed as well because everyone uh, this is why i was annoyed at the robbie tickets because everyone told me there was a mass queue and you couldn't get tickets mm. can you remember on the lead yeah. up to that concert yeah, yeah. there's only been ten thousand tickets sold you can't get any blah 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 mm. oh my god vale parks full etc etc you can still buy tickets two minutes before it kicked yeah. off Yeah, yeah and they were cheaper and they were cheaper. Yeah. When I, I when the, I waited till what, three days I bought them. The day typical. before. No, it, it was it
0: was the day before the was The day you before were in the I, cinema.
1: I bought it. Yeah, we were in the cinema and I was going, I've got to go Robbie. I've got to go Robbie, Dave. I've got to go. If I don't go, I'm gonna miss it. We um having full on argument with myself.
0: The um, I, I jumped on to Ticketmaster when they released the day they released them extra extra tickets um, mm. earlier on in the year. And um, I remember screenshotting it and and posting it on Facebook because the tickets, this was face value, were 200 quid. And it was like, are you fucking kidding? These weren't resale. These were, they were selling them for 200
1: quid because of the demand. And then
0: on the day, you could buy them for what, 80 quid was
1: it? 80 quid, yeah. People were on Facebook. Do you know what? The day before, selling them for 200 quid, or sell it for 300 quid if you want. And I was just commenting, I was spoiling people's days. I was getting 80 quid online, Ticketmaster.
0: Uh, Genesis was Good the on. same. When when Genesis announced that they were getting back together and doing that Last Domino tour, the ticket prices were fucking unreal. But the Phil Collins solo tour from a couple of years before that was exactly the same because I was going to go, and the cheap seats were like two hundred quid. <laughs> and you just got. I was like, I can't justify that. You know what I mean? I just, just wouldn't spend that on it. Not doing it. Um, and and Genesis was exactly the same. Uh, Which is why I didn't buy tickets. But then it got cancelled because of the pandemic, and then they rescheduled. And I bought my ticket on the day, Uh, literally at like two o'clock in the afternoon Mm -hmm. on the Saturday. I was like, "Do you know what? This is a once. This will never come up again. Phil Collins is not in very good health." Uh, he's not got much gas left in the tank. This will never happen again. You if you watch want... now, he's got his missus if... out the house. He'll be uh, fine again uh, soon and remarried. Um, if, uh, if I can, <laughs> you know, if I want to see Genesis, this is the only chance I've got. And I was like, I'm just going to buy a ticket. And I went on, and they were 83 quid. And I'm like, that'll do. I'll pay 83 quid, it's fine. And I just walked down train station, jumped on the next train to Manchester and just went watching. Done. Go and watch Genesis. Um, I mean couldn't get back, but <laughs> um, fine
1: details that we can yeah, th- well you, we think you, about you, at the end. You
0: deal with that after, don't you? You deal with that. How am I getting back? Um, oh, shit.
1: I would have spent the entire night listening for Stokies.
0: Yeah. You're right, Doug. Well, I'm the, all right, mate. Damn the plan it. was the plan was to get the train back to Crew, the late train to crew, and then get a lift back from crew. And then I got to the Manchester Piccadilly and it came over the Tannoy. Like, um,
1: the last train to crew has been cancelled.
0: Well, it wasn't cancelled, it was uh, it was stopping at Wilmslow and wouldn't go any further because there was no staff past Wilmslow. Um, <laughs> so it just stopped in Wilmslow, and apparently, um, transport was. Being arranged for everybody getting off the train to get to where they needed to be, and everybody got off the train at Wilmslow, and there was nothing nobody, no taxis, no nothing. There was no staff at the train station. Wow, it was all closed. There was absolutely, I'd imagine nothing.
1: if you had two kids or something. With I know, it. yeah,
0: I know, it's crazy. Um, and I would not recommend in the slightest getting that late train from Manchester back to wherever you oh, go, hotel drunks, because it's. Fucking horrendous. All drunks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <but it's laughs> fall as well. It's like yeah. you're in like sardines. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I was fortunate that the the good lady wife loves me enough to
1: jump in the car at midnight and drive to Welmsley to pick me my up. My missus won't even pick up the phone. <laughs> right, I've got my second thing that's annoying me. Go on. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. And it's this, and I don't know where it's come from. So let me just give you a little bit of a demonstration. Right. Okay she got a smile and it seems to me reminds me of childhood memories who's jazzing and destroying bangers <laughs> stop Allie it who <laughs> started this trend of getting a perfectly good rock song or a song with a perfectly good beat or a song with a perfectly good BPM or just a bloody good song and just killing, killing it. it, sucking the energy out of it and producing what can only be classed as musical masturbation. It is, it's musical masturbation. <laughs> Every rock song on planet Earth is going through this phase right now where Ellie Goldie's sitting, rocking in a chair somewhere in the midst of the Cotswolds, I imagine, <laughs> while she's eating a candy floss and whatever these jazz people do when playing a flute, J- I don't know. And then what they do? She goes, "Oh, this is a fantastic song. Look, the beat's fantastic. It's fast. It's loud. It's I know what it needs. What jazz flute." It's like, why? Jazz,
0: everything needs jazz flute. Play. Why? Don't, doesn't. Don't knock jazz flute. Let's chuck a pianist on this. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, because Guns N' Roses, when they were writing it in the midst of their drug-fueled youth, Women sleeping with saga I thought they were going through at that moment in time. I thought, I know what this song needs. Jazz flute. A if piano. I, if Axel what the Rose fudge? could fudge. If Axel Rose can play jazz flute, he's missed the trick. Why now, we, Why? Why is this a know, trendy thing in music now? There, there's a lot of stuff like that at the moment. I mean, what, it's I, nearly as bad as having Kanye West on every fucking film on planet Earth. That's do me nothing as well. I am. Um, the The first kind of thing that, that, that I thought of when you said that was Ali
0: Golding doing Alan Jones' Your Song and it just like uh, it went did he did go to number one and everybody was raving about it and I just remember thinking listening to it thinking like there's no soul in this because he's dead there's no yeah. soul in it at all this is just Awful. Really. And I'm not saying Ali Golding's an awful person or anything like that. I'm just saying that it, just, it
1: was just terrible. Yeah, she keeps terrible. taking the soul out of music. Something else as well that's quite things. She's the vampire of modern day music, Al Golding is. Especially on, on Tinternet at the moment.
0: Um, Lo fi songs. Um, and it's like lo-fi beats to relax to, lo-fi beats to study to. And then I saw the sponsored advert for Lo-Fi Beats for Grunge, and they'd taken popular grunge songs from the early 90s and turned them into lo-fi tracks.
1: I swear, and smells just like, like, I swear it smells like Teen this? Spirit's going to come on soon on an advert, advertising pensions or <laughs> banking or something like that. And I swear to Christ, it'll be Ellie Goldie singing like like, uh, just random Nirvana songs. Lithuania. What? He's it, just Lithuania. Lithuania. Yeah, that good uh, Nirvana. That
0: good Nirvana song. Nirvana song,
1: Lithuania. Lithuania and the... it it's on It's a B side. <laughs> to a side, to B side. Oh, my days, Cleon. I am hype. Um, I, I just don't understand why or what's great about it. I understand because... that. I understand that. It's the biggest part of flattery, imitation is, but. I'm not being nasty. If I can't do a song on Facebook and have it out on there, you shouldn't be allowed to rip the soul out of modern-day music.
0: Um, be- because art is art, and who are we to judge what's good and what's bad? You
1: can go tell Mark Zuckerberg that, you know then. I mean,
0: yeah. Um, art, it's, it's art at the end of the day, isn't it? You know what I mean? And what's good for us is, is is bad for somebody else. What's good good for them is bad for us. The, and and the, I think... I mean, I've, I'm stuck in 1991, so you know what I mean. It's like, you know anything after 91. I'm just a bit further on than that. I'm only in really 93. <laughs> I don't really know what's going on. Do you know what? I, I shut you up, man. I, I was working at one of, one of my old places, and um, I remember asking one of, the, one of the young lads that was working there. Uh, he, was, he was in his like mid to late teens, metal lad, and I was like, uh, "I was like, look, man. I said, what?" What 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 are the cool kids listening to at the moment? Like what what new bands are coming through that like, everybody's like everybody's you know digging like? Because I'm I'm literally stuck in whatever year, and I'd like to I quite like to listen to some you know new bands coming through like and I, I want to see what's going on and and I haven't really nothing's really caught my ear and I shit you not like this lad he, he would have been seventeen at the time he turns around and he went oh I don't know like maybe Alice in Chains
1: yeah, and I just
0: heard. went. Okay. Nothing new's coming through,
1: is this it? This like, is why I was shaking my head. just
0: like, Black Sabbath? <laughs> I'm
1: like, all right, yeah, fair enough. Turns out I was right. <laughs> I had this conversation about rappers, about modern music, and when they were going through the people who were hits. If you look at, just look at modern day music right now. Who's big? Mm. Who's the biggest female in the, on the planet? What? Lady Gaga? Shall
0: we say Lady Gaga? biggest female artist Biggest female
1: moment. artist on the planet at the moment. Adele? Adele? Lady Gaga, Beyonce, Beyonce. Has this changed in the last 25, 30 years? No. no? It would be Gaga. It's, it's been yeah, the same for twenty years. Mm. We've had twenty years of, of this, Macy. There's no new else, coming though. through, is there? Rihanna, twenty
0: years. Yeah, she's been out a long time. People people forget how long.
1: Twenty she's years, been mate. For
0: yeah, 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 all these I mean, are twenty um- years. Umbrella was like two thousand and seven.
1: All these are big mm-hmm. twenty years. I know this because Rihanna had that. Do we play Pundab? Do we? Yeah, Ponda Replay was it? Yeah, that was in Cuba. First track, wasn't it? And that was um, two thousand and seven. No, it was earlier. Two thousand and six. Because Umbrella was two thousand and seven. Oh, Oh, two thousand and five. So, yeah, two thousand and four. Maybe. Yeah, could have even been two thousand and four. Gaga, Poker Face. Yeah, that was around that time. A bit later. Not not much later, mate. I, I reckon Gargoyle was a little bit later. It was only... two. I bet it was only 2009.
0: Have a look. I bet
1: Poker Face was 2009. I'm good on that. Look at Beyonce. Well, it's the 90s. Destiny's Child, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's like... Do you get what I mean? There's been no... Um
0: 2008 Poker Ooh,
1: Face. I was very good at that. Very yeah, so close. A little bit a little bit. Very later. close.
0: But still, you know what I mean? It's, it's 14, 14 years
1: It's ago. still there, isn't it? It's still... There's
0: no new... Download Festival turns 20 next year. Yeah. Right. Um, is it 20? Yeah, it turns 20 next year. Because it was Monsters Rock before it was what watch Eminem at the Download Festival. Probably Leeds. not. Um... It would have been Leeds or Reading for m M&M, and not it? Not Download. Um, so, yeah, Download turns 20... I think it's 20 next year. And they're doing a f- four-day festival. When I went, I went in 2004, and it was still a two-day festival in 2004. And it was fucking brilliant. Uh, I went in 2007 and It was a three day festival, and the atmosphere was a little bit different. And they changed the the feel of it a bit, like, um, it, you could it had kind of gone from you know a bunch of metalheads and a field watching, field watching decent bands to a proper money making, like, yeah, yeah, It was just yeah, a bit yeah, yeah, different. Yeah. Um, it was still good, don't get me wrong, getting searched
1: on entry and stuff, yeah. The atmosphere
0: yeah. was great and whatnot, you know, it was still, still a good, good, good event, um, but. They now for next year to celebrate. They're doing a four-day festival, and every year when I look at who's headlining, um, download it's never anybody new. There's there isn't there isn't like a new metal band that broke through enough hmm. to get to that headline status. You know they're always like maybe second or third on the bill or something, but they never they always have to rely on like the old guard.
1: And I don't think there's anyone to push them.
0: Well, they've got so they've got Slipknot headlining one of the days, which That's is you know 99. <laughs> Slipknot. Um and the the most recent band on, on that headlining, I think it's bring me the horizon that are headlining the th- Friday. Mm. I think it's the Friday they're headlining. But the Thursday and the Saturday. Uh, Metallica are doing both nights, and it's a different set—like two two different sets, like for each night. But you know, Metallica early '80s, mm-hmm. Slipknot late '90s. You know what I mean? I can't remember when Bring Me the Horizon started. I'm not a big Bring Me the Horizon. I think it's Bring Me the Horizon, um, but I'm not a big I'm not a big Bring Me the Horizon fan. Um,
1: the only in, the only real genre that chains out loads of new talent or loads of new 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 is hip hop. And the downside is with that, it's too much. It's too much, yeah. It's a bit saturated. It's into... kind of on both sides. It's gone too much the other side on hip-hop. and um, I just do with it. Like, look, at male, look at male outside of Ed Sheeran, Justin Bieber. Mind you, Justin Bieber's been going since he was two. Yeah,
0: so he's he's been going a long time. Justin Bieber.
1: Yeah, it's only really Ed and Justin, isn't
0: it? Yeah, Ed... Ed's probably the biggest male artist at the
1: moment. And Adele's probably the biggest mm. female artist at Ed the moment. Ed is
0: um So have would have been, I was I know where I was working at the time. So Ed would have been like early two thousand tens. Yeah. With that um, first album with um
1: The Eighteen was the single, wasn't it? Uh, but he started off with musical masturbation. <laughs> yeah, I get you. He did. I you. Yes. I've seen the guy live. Yeah, it's, it's like, it was, you know, the moving your hands in the air with the torch. It is Bring Me The Horizon, sorry, I was just double-checking. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Ed Sheeran music. Um, Standing behind, holding your girlfriend round the waist. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. It's not my idea of a good gig, mate. Blah, blah, blah,
0: 2004, Bring Me The Horizon, so that's the, that's the youngest headlining 2004. band. 2004. 2004. Um, I'll well put
1: Limp Biscuit on there and call it quits, have not you really?
0: Fucking, I would buy. I do. I Definitely will be honest.
1: It, I will be honest with you. And you've got, because I normally lie, as you know. Uh, sorry, I get told off for saying that sentence at work now. <laughs> I will be honest with you. I'll say it again. I want to go and watch Limp Bizkit as soon as possible. Do
0: you know what? Right, that I... Just
1: after watching that Woodstock thing again, it, re- it rekindled yeah. my love of Limp Bizkit And all I've done since watching that documentary is listen to Prime Limp Biscuit. Do
0: you know... But the deep cuts. They went a little bit shit. There was a period where they went a little bit shit. And I remember watching... um, It was a festival. I can't remember which festival it was, but I watched the YouTube rip of it. Um, And I thought, oh, this will be a bit of a laugh. I'll see if they were any good. And they came out and they fucking owned it. It was brilliant. Mm. But when did it... Was it this year or last year they did Coachella? When did the album come out? Early this year. And they were really bad at Coachella. No, 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 no. They were fucking brilliant. Like, Fred Durst came out dressed, dressed, like, dad. dressed like a dad. Yeah. yeah. And the kick the was fucking ace. It was ace. I'm like, this is... This is brilliant. This is really good, and the album was really good as well. Well, this is what I want. This is what I want from Limp mm. Um uh, Yeah, I will. I will definitely go and see him if they end up touring in the Yeah, no, the I want
1: if they jump on a festival as well. I'll jump on that festival yeah. and do an overnight. I'll
0: definitely, definitely go see Limp Um I went to see because uh, spe- I
1: loved V when
0: Jay Z was on. Speaking of um, new metal, um, I-, I went to see Head PE at the Underground um, last, not last week, week before. Uh, which I would have spoke about last week but we weren't here. Um, head PE have been going since the 90s, yeah. um, lumbered in with the with the new metal scene. Um, I, I don't think... I don't think they could... They, they can be classed as new metal, but I don't think they were initially new metal. Yeah. I think they just kind of got chucked in that scene because they, they might have had one song that was a bit new metal-y. Um, but... We, I, I went to the underground. Now, it was the underground. It was a Wednesday night, and you know, head PE. This American band from California. I was thinking, well, it might, it might drag a few people out. You know what I mean? The, the, this this band, mate, it was fucking empty. Was it? Yeah, yeah. So literally, like, so we we had one of the one of the main reasons for going. I was never a big head PE fan, but my old bass player, he, he likes them. Uh, so I got in touch with him. and um, and the, the old band actually it was it was me, Pat, and Trev. Now, the three of us haven't been in the same room since 2016. And then we got together and went and watched this band. But one of the main reasons I want to go is because Balls Deep and Black Coast were the local support. Um, <laughs> and we used to gig with them. Like You know what I mean? We, we, yeah, we, yeah. We no, know, I know Black Coast. We know the guys. Like, you know, Black Coast. Um, well, we didn't gig with Black Coast. It was
1: Balls Deep that made me giggle.
0: Yeah, the brilliant band as well. Um, the We didn't get gig with Black Coast, but we gigged with one of Scott's bands who's now in Black Coast, it was Dead City Souls we used to gig with, and and Balls Deep as well, so they were the local headliners. Then there was a band from um, Vienna, who were were okay, they were a bit Eurovision, it was like Eurovision metal, Um, and then Head PE, and do you know what, man, the amount of people that left during the main support um, band, just like, you could tell that they were there, just to watch Balls Deep and Black Ghost, and then they all just disappeared. And I felt so sorry for Head PE because it was empty, man. There was twenty people in there if you were lucky. Yeah, we had you that know? at a
1: gig at, um, at a gig at the Glebe when we were doing that new metal chaos faction. Yeah, um, we were supporting a band, and I've got to say, sounded amazing. Mm-hmm. The singer was brilliant. He was very. Um, that rock and roll band whose lead singer was Ian and we're not allowed to mention, yeah, yeah. he sounded exactly the same, very much on that vocal line. Um, and yeah, we finished our gig and everyone just went, right, cheers for that, and just mm. bounced. And there was like us in there. And they were, apparently they were an up-and-coming massive band who... and everyone just left. And you could see Drake, but the singer... Yeah play to him, carried on, carried on, carried on, persevered, and really came out of it, because yeah. I watched it to the end, because first song, if he catches me, I stay. You know what I'm like. Yeah. If if I'm interested straight away, Cleans, you've got his interest straight away. If he has to figure out how he has to find joy within this, like the <laughs> like Netflix documentaries, give it till the sixth episode, and you start no. liking it. <laughs> no! I'm not wasting six hours till I start enjoying myself, bloody hell! Um... But, yeah, no, and I, I don't like that. I think if the you same, go watch someone, yeah. go watch someone and support the next band. The though,
0: Cleo, man, it was 20 quid a ticket. You know what I mean? You're only watching the first couple of bands and then disappear. might as well you know? stay. might as well just stay. Um, the same, the similar thing happened to us in Stoke, as well, we played, um, well, it was, what was Harry's bar? I can't remember what they called it after. Was it Minster's or something like
1: Rams, that? Rams, Harry, Ra- Um,
0: that's the chippy. That's the chippy. <laughs> they <laughs> it, called it, uh, I think it was, they called it Minster's after, I think. Um it was Harry's bar, but we we played with a um, a band called Everything Burns. They were from down south. They were a bit like uh, they were a bit. I think they were like metalcore. You could probably class them as. Yeah. And now I I saw them on like Scuzz or something like that, um, and I thought oh, these guys are really good. And then this was back in the days of MySpace, like so I was following on MySpace, and um, happened to spot that they were going to be playing Stoke, and they were playing Harry's Bar. Um, so I was trying to get in touch with like Harry's Bar or the promoter saying, is it ticketed or whatever, so I wanted to go see him. And the promoter got back and said, actually, Dave, I was going to get in touch with you. Do you want to open up for them? It was with Marvel Conference confidence at the time. Hmm. And I was like, yeah, yeah, Sam, we'll, we'll do that. Um, and it ended up being on like a midweek rainy dull night in Stoke where <laughs> Stoke were playing at home. And just nobody came. You know yeah. what I mean? Um it, it was literally us and them. So I I got in touch with them a couple of months later saying, look, if you want to come back to Stoke, if you're doing another tour, have a you know, have a look at these guys who promote um because you'll get a better gig and you'll get a better yeah, venue. Yeah, yeah. To which they replied with, Oh, we've already signed up for another show with with them guys and we're gonna be playing the same place again. And I was like, fuck. All right, okay. I went, okay, well, leave it with me. And I got in touch with the promoter and said, look, I'd love to get on the gig again. I feel like we need to make up for what happened last time. Um, will you let me sort out the support acts and whatnot? And and he was like, yeah, yeah, okay, no worries. Just let me know what's going on. And uh, so I got like, you know, two awesome bands. There was us. there was Innocent Kill, and there was Infest. Um, all really good bands, good followings, and then everything burns to headlines. So, you know, a four-band show, the room's not that big. It doesn't take much to fill it. Yeah, only and need loop like, full. Yeah, and mm. I'm thinking, this is going to be so much better than it is. And what really annoyed me is when the support bands had finished, literally, the people they brought with them just left. And then, then the band would leave as well. So we were like... Um, Coast main support and by the time we finished there was literally just us the people we brought and everything Burns left and then even some of the people that came for us disappeared <laughs> and, and it was the same situation, they just yeah. ended up playing in front of us Promoter gets again. what they want though and it was like, are you being fucking serious here just stay and watch the fucking bands yeah. and this, this, is why the, this is why the fucking live music scene's dying because nobody's going to go in and watching the bands like, turn up Turn up first. Watch the support acts because you'll see some. You might see some shit, but you'll also might see some some top bands that you're gonna enjoy. Mm. Watch the support bands, then watch the headliners. Just stay. If you can't stay, just don't go in the first place. Just
1: don't go in the first place. <laughs> no, it's it's as simple as that. And I, I completely agree with you. And it is. It's not just demoralising to the singer when you're the support band. You're also sitting there going, "Yeah, cheers, guys. Thanks. You, thanks for coming. Watch me, but." Can you just no have a yeah. have a great have a great night? You, you only literally came out for an hour; it was pointless you even getting dressed, if you yeah. will. But anyway, football, yeah,
0: football, man. I've...
1: Let's start with Saturday. I'll start with the local teams. This won't take too long, Dave. Oxford Four Port Vale Nil, <laughs>
0: uh,
1: and West Bromwich Albion Two Stoke City Nil. So that was a very 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 quick high level rundown of the. Football teams or West Brom 2, sorry, Stoke City 0. And Vale lost 4 0 it's Oxford. Both teams away this week, which is a bit strange. Then we'll move around the moon. Uh, Man City lost to Brentford 2 1. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oil money doesn't keep you good. Bournemouth beat Everton 3 0. Bournemouth beat Everton, 3-0. Bournemouth beat Everton yeah,
0: yeah. That went
1: right past me. Liverpool beat Southampton 3 1, which is a bit obvious. Nottingham Forest won again at Crystal Palace 1 0. Well done, Nottingham Forest. Tottenham just scraped past Leeds four uh, three. Leicester beat West Ham two 0 as well. Sorry, all this is like new news to me because of the level of drunkenness I was at last <laughs> night. Uh, Wolves nil, Arsenal two. Now, let me tell you something that did happen last night. David in uh, at uh, Casa de Beuly. Can we I know you're gonna to want to go in depth in this one. So
0: yes. can we just do today's scores? Yes. I've okay. got them here. So Villa and Brighton, Villa 1-2-1, and yeah. Manu and Fall and Manu 1-2-1. That, we don't need to talk about them
1: anymore. We don't need to talk <laughs> about them anymore. Anyway, this is what happened. So Newcastle, as everyone knows, I'm a huge Newcastle fan and Newcastle won one nil at Chelsea yesterday. But they didn't just win one nil at Chelsea yesterday, Dave. What actually happened was they completely dominated yesterday. So halfway through the first half, I found myself shouting at the top of my voice, not talking to anybody. I'm not sure who I was communicating this to because it was only me in the room. And I was doing this, Dave. This is it. (laughs) This is it. Prove to the world, Newcastle, how brilliant you are. Dominate Chelsea. Beat Chelsea. You're beating Chelsea. Dominate, dominate, dominate. Dominate. For some reason, Dave, I turned into the role of of assistant manager (laughs) and started to tell players where they need to be around the pitch. Now, the great thing was about this, Dave, is everyone was doing it. (laughs) To watch Newcastle United at this moment in time is to watch a team at full tilt confidence, a fully integrated team that knows where everybody is on the position, to a T. Now, I mean that, to a T yeah because we've got big players who are out injured and we're still winning football matches you know yeah we go into this World Cup break which was that's it now for the uh, for the Premier League now mm-hmm. we're done until after the world Cup that was the last games and what we're showing now is we're going into the transfer window yeah the first transfer window in January third in the Premier League mm-hmm. now I have got a bit of a theory that we'll actually see the Saudis flex okay. this transfer window. Just because at the end of this World Cup, when we come back in, we've got half a season to go, where we've got Newcastle at full tilt already in the top four spots. Yeah. So if you sprinkle a bit of stardust on a squad that's already pumping, yeah, you're just going to grow.
0: Do, do you think the break will do them harm or good? Good. You think i will do him good? Yeah, because we've got
1: a few players. We've only got two players who are on Two, three, four, five. Bruno. Sorry, I'm just doing English players here, mate. I'm just running through the team in my head who's getting away <laughs> on uh, World Cup duty. We've got Pope, who's in goal, who won't be in goal for England because he prefers Pickford, who's a worst goalkeeper. Uh, Trips. Kieran Trippier, who will be on England duty because he's the best right-back we've got. Al-
0: Didn't Alan Shearer tweet out yesterday... About Castle's keeper being England's best keeper, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Alan was kind of steering the proverbial pot all day yesterday, really. About Willock as well; he should be getting the World Cup and not. Anyway, um, got well, we've got Bruno Gutierrez. We have got Shaw Botman. Oh bugger! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It, it'll do as good because it gets to. It's it's warm. It's warm winter. It's warm mm-hmm. weather training.
0: I suppose. Um,
1: if all the if players that you, like Newcastle play for get knocked out in the opening round, though, I'll be happy.
0: Yeah, yeah, I suppose you've got a few players going, <laughs> um, but like, I, I'm, I'm relating it to you know a completely unrelated sport, something like snooker, when um, when they're playing in a big final and there's a there's a, a break between sessions, and you know one one of the players is, is on a fucking roll and they've just won four frames in a row, but then they have a break. And then they come back two hours later, and they've kind of lost steam.
1: You see, I would think that, Does that is that. I, is that I, a thing? I would think that, and it is a thing. But we ended, we started this season in exactly the same place we left last season, okay, and with the same energy as well. And it just seems to me that the team is communicating, yeah, or that there's really t- close team cohesion. Mm-hmm. Like Bruno, our best player, in my opinion, he's just had a baby. Yeah, He's tweeting pictures of his baby in a Newcastle out strip already. Yeah. and folk, There's loads of loving with the area, the team, the chair, the board, the players. And you don't see that often. And I haven't seen it before to a level where it's at right now. Just mm-hmm. the wraparound for him. It seems to be one big family, one big team spirit. And yeah, more... More power to yeah, more power, and I hope it carries on.
0: How many wins in a row is this? Five, six. We're
1: undefeated this season. Um, Wins, wins in a row. I think five Five Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we
0: we're on. I mean, two weeks ago we were looking at the league and we were like, you know, it's it's not out of it's not out of range. You know,
1: getting. Up to the top. Well, we're two points behind Man City now. They have got a game in hand. Seven points behind. Seven points behind Arsenal. They've they got again a game. I've got a game in hand. Three. We're a good distance away from Man United in fifth now. We're a good distance away from Liverpool in sixth. So the lead. I mean, Liverpool. We're on thirty points. Fifth is on twenty six. Six is on twenty two. So we're collecting points like there's mm. no tomorrow. We've only lost one this season, drawn six. That's his downside. That's the Yeah, that's the one, isn't it? But one eight. And that's a return. Because this time last season, we were bottom of the yeah. league. Yeah, yeah. You know? What What? What brilliance can 150... 150- <laughs> 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 um, but it's nothing to do with that. It's a great team um, ethos, yeah. great team inclusion. While we're on football and we're talking great teams. Like you, can talking
0: throw, you can throw fucking money at anything, but if you haven't got there...
1: If you haven't got the right yeah, manager, if you haven't mean, got the yeah. right players, you you don't get the right results. Mm-hmm. It seems to be Newcastle took the time getting the manager, took the time getting the right manager, and they've actually all the. Re- it's a bit weird, Dave, honestly, cause I, don't, <laughs> I don't like talking about it's a this. It's so bit weird. I'm touching wood everywhere. Every Newcastle. I'll say it quietly, Dave. Okay. Nobody's okay. listening. To no one. one's listening. No one's listening. Every single signing Newcastle have made recruitment wise, he's been fantastic. <laughs> like Isaac, who Alexander Isaac, who they bought a uh, late transfer window just in case Callum was injured. His first game, he scored one and got one disallowed against Liverpool mm. like, straight away. Um, Botman, the centre back, and this is normally the problem positions for Newcastle. I haven't seen a guy like that at the back for Newcastle ever. Bruno, Bruno. Oh God, let's not talk about Bruno. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> just because of the level he plays I mean, the majority of the Brazil international team say he's the best in the world. So, go find me a, you know, a, a better uh, than that. Um, but while we're talking about football, one the team I am an assistant manager for last week, um, as you know, we've been on a bit of a tempestuous run of form. And last week, we kind of course-corrected. Yeah. Change of formation, change of personnel in that formation spaces and got a nil-nil result with Port Vale away at home. Um, Port Vale are undefeated this season. Yeah. Um, but got a nil-nil result and really, really was on top the entire time and dominated. And then we've gone to Walsall Wood today. Um, away on Walsall again. Bloody hate Walsall. Bloody hate it. Um, <laughs> And went 2-0 down pretty much in the first half. Second half came back 1-3-2. Absolutely pressing. Uh, formation and movement up the pitch. Will desire to win in communication was all open today and on on show to be seen. Really pleased with my football team. Played for the Vets team on Friday. Let's not talk about that. Um, I need to stretch and do... Yeah, is that why you limped in? <laughs> I, yeah, I can't. I didn't... What? Just away from City of Stoke, one thing I forgot about what I need to do before football is if I am not playing every night like I used to play every night, I have to stretch. Yeah, I can't just start running. running. And that's what I did. And I ran the entire match and then I'm like... (laughs) And then I did football from six o'clock in the morning the next day Mm -hmm. and I was like, I can't run. I was like, I can't run at all. And that that's been the biggest problem. But anyway, on to So stuff. Um, absolutely, really, really proud of the ladies' uh, goals. Came from today, Beth. Uh, Beth Cad. Uh Caddy came also from Ali. Who else scored? The, who scored the second goal, Dave? I don't know. I've, lo- I've lost. I've, I've seen the post on um... I've been. I was too focused on on AJ from Channeling it in a pillow. Um, where we scored. Oh, it
0: doesn't say. It doesn't say on the post. It doesn't say the
1: second goal, does it? I scored the second goal. You scored it. I scored the second Nobody goal. Was, a, nobody's watching watching. I ran on and just slipped it in top corner. <laughs> That's like Kim, Kim Barbie. Kim scored the second goal. That was it. Edda from a corner. Sorry, I had to just relive the match in a very short <laughs> space of time. Yeah, but to go 2-0 down, third in the league, undefeated away from home and then to come back and win it 2-0, 3-2 in the manner that we did. And the second half, the whole, sorry, we went 2-1 up, 2-1 down in the end of the second to pull it back, 3-2. Welcome to whoever's just come back in or left. Or oh, goodbye to whoever's left. Yeah. Proud. That's cool. Proud man. as punch. It's
0: nice when, you, when things get back on track.
1: Hmm. Like. Turn around. Like doing this podcast. Yes. When gets back on track. Like doing this podcast. Anyway, I think uh, it's time to go home. I think it is time it's to go time home and to go to the yeah. toilet.
0: Time to just call call it a day. Um we've uh, we've covered a bit quite a bit today. I was quite I'm quite good. I, you know what? I came into this podcast thinking I haven't really done anything. I haven't done any weeks. notes neither. I thought well, I haven't really done anything, I haven't really been anywhere. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to talk about. They end up sometimes they end up being the best shows. Music. Music. It was ace. it was good. I enjoyed it. I loved it anyway. Uh big thank you to everybody that listens week in and week out. You guys are awesome. Don't forget to like and or follow and or subscribe. Um, on whatever your favourite podcast platform is. We're available wherever podcasts are available. And if you can't find us on your favourite podcast platform, just drop us a message. You can find us on social media, on Twitter, it's at Shingles SPC. Uh You can follow me, Shingles underscore List. Follow Cleon at KLBewley. And on Instagram, at Shingles underscore List and KLBewley5. You guys are awesome. And we will see you next time.